Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. Virgin Radio. If you look to the skies this month, you might get a little treat. Uh, assuming that the clouds go away eventually, this morning it might be a complete wash. Fingers crossed. Um, but there is going to be an alignment of the planets. It's actually already begun. Ooh. So if you're feeling, if, if your zodiac is speaking to you in some type of way, maybe it's because of this. The moon is in alignment with four different planets, Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and Saturn. So what does this mean? I I don't really know what it means. It's a... Uh... <laughs> like... You know how sometimes they say Mercury's in retrograde and yeah. that means your life is just going to be terrible? Yeah. Maybe, it's not one of those, is it? I feel like this is probably good news. Or maybe it is, you know, it, it is what's happening in 2022. Like, it's something wrong with the planet alignment. Hopefully this fixes it. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I guess what it is, is Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and Saturn are already kind of lined up. And then um, on April 25th, 26th, that's when the moon is going to start to align there. You'll be able to see the moon along the bottom of this alignment. So you should be able to, it says, in the eastern sky, see these on a clear early morning or, you know, late at night. So keep, keep your eyes on the skies. We do so have... here's my question. Yeah. Can you tell, like, when you're looking at a planet versus a star in the sky? Like, are, is Jupiter going to be blue and is Mars going to be I red? Don't, I don't think you're going to be able to see really the colors. Like, the most, I think, Neptune will look like a small blue dot. Cool. Uh, and then I think the other ones are just, it's kind of more just like lights, you know? But it, I guess it would be reflection-based because they don't produce their own light. Well, because knowing me, I'm going to look uh-huh. at the sky and be like, which one of these yeah. are the planets? Yeah, you could just fake it you know go stargazing ah. with somebody oh yeah there it is that one's called uh what, what is that ryan's that's, ryan's that's wallet chain johnny's belt oh yes that's the one <laughs> uh i think we got someone on the phone 519-792-6040 you're thinking this planetary alignment will be good for relationships you believe in that kind of thing so i completely believe that they can predict like relationships with people because I was dating a guy for like a year and a half and he was actually a horrible person. And then I checked huh. our Zodiac signs after we broke up and it was only like an 8% chance that we would work out. Oh, yeah? I was just like, wow, it all makes sense now. Like, because they really are, it, it makes sense that some people are more compatible with others when you look yeah. into it a lot. Okay. So keep your eyes on the skies and maybe it will determine the future of your relationship. I believe that. I believe in Zodiac signs. My fiance is a textbook Capricorn. Oh, boy. um, Which they jokingly say Capricorns will bully you into a better life, (laughs) um, which is very him. And like, I feel as if I'm a textbook Leo. Uh Uh-huh. See, that's the crazy thing for me, though, is that my fiance Sammy is a Leo as well. Yeah. And you guys are pretty different. I think you're yeah, the Sammy's same. Yeah, Sammy's much more shy. You're the same in a lot of ways. But yeah, she's super shy. And isn't that kind of like Leos are supposed to be the opposite? Yeah, Leos are outgoing yeah. and uh, loyal and full of themselves, but not to the point of like being mm, mean to other people. Yeah. Because there are some signs that are mean well, and like shady. Yeah. Leos are actually nice yeah. people. I mean, Sammy is definitely loyal. I think yeah. she's got she's got that inner lion, you know? Yeah. She, she projects outwardly as like a meek little mouse, but inside she's got the heart of a lion. That's so it. So I get that. And, you know, I'm super hairy just like the horsemen that Sagittarius represents. So there's something to it, people. There's something there. <laughs> what is this Sagittarius? <laughs> We're like the, the um, what are those things called? The Like, what's your logo? Uh, it's like the horseman. Horseman. What, what centaur? Are they is centaur? centaur? Yes, I'm a centaur. Half man, half yes, horse. That, uh, exactly. that checks out. That's very you. Yeah. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio.
It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Johnny, what do we love doing? What do we love doing? That's such a wide question. Drinking tea and judging others. So you need to be speaking for yourself. Uh Uh Uh-huh. The Met Gala is coming up very soon. Yeah. It's the first Monday in May, and we love judging the Met Gala outfits because it's kind of like a combination of fashion and art when everything comes together. Okay. And people wear some crazy-ass stuff to the Met Gala, and here we are eating craft dinner in our sweatpants saying, that's hideous. So if you'd like to partake in that with me. Is that um, what people do? Yeah. I think so. Just me? No? (laughs) So they are live streaming the Met Gala red carpet. It's starting at 6 p.m. free. um, Live on Vogue's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay. And it's going to be hosted by Vanessa Hudgens. And she just hosted the Grammys red carpet. No, the Oscars red carpet. She did? Yeah, she hosted the Oscars red carpet too, which is very cool. And she did a good job. So they got Vanessa Hudgens to host. Also, Vogue. Editor at large, Hamish Bowles, mm, which is yes. a very vogue name. It really is. And also Hamish. hosted by actor and TV personality Lala Anthony. So if you want to check it out, 6 p.m. Monday, May 2nd, that is when the Met Gala red carpet will be streamed live. Okay. Can't wait. Yeah, you'd be judging in your snuggy oh, yeah. eating craft dinner. I'm Good. like in head to toe Lululemon and the peak of fashion, <laughs> right? That's how it works. Absolutely. Right? Uggs? No. Yeah. Um, and things we're also excited about. Megan Thee Stallion released, uh, not released, announced a new song coming out this Friday. It's called Plan B. Ooh. So tomorrow that's coming out. Very exciting stuff from her. There's no clips, unfortunately, yet. Good. We'll save it for Bopper Flop tomorrow. Exactly. 8.30. And then Calvin Harris. Remember Calvin Harris? Of course I remember Calvin Harris. Yeah, so he has a billboard that Funk Wave Bounces Volume 2 is coming out this summer. Yeah. So he went through some kind of phase. Remember when he did, like, Slide? Oh, my God. That song is so damn good. I've mentioned before, massive Frank Ocean fan. Yeah. Oh, that song is so good. Anything, Calvin Harris's vibes, I think were like unmatched in any other radio producer as far well, as I'm concerned. This is supposed to be along the same vibes because yeah. like volume two, right? I uh, know. So everyone's super excited about that. So that's supposed so, to come out summer 2022. We okay. don't know anything other than that. And Doja Cat finally got her Mexican pizza from Taco yes. Bell. So she wrote a song about why they should bring it back, and they did. Mm-hmm. So here is the audio of how happy she is eating the Mexican pizza. Oh, she to eat it. <laughs> 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 this is the best thing that I've ever had. And I mean it. <laughs> oh, my God. She, I feel like she was, like, transcending there when she let out that... I thought she was going to... The subtitle on that just said maniacal laughter. Oh, yeah. Which, that checks Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Okay, so, so excited about that. It's, uh, what is it, the 19th of May that it's coming back to Taco Bell's? I think that's what it is. Oh, I'm not sure. I just saw Joja Cat being super excited about yeah. it, and it brought me great joy. And then, last but not least, Charlie Puth is going viral for his thirst trap. Oh, yeah. It's like the male equivalent of a thirst trap. He posted it on social media. So it's a picture of him in some thin, tidy whities He's getting, like, his hair done. He's just sitting there in, like, the hair chair with a stylist. And, uh, 
you can definitely see the can... outline of <laughs> his junk. It's yeah. like very, very there. They're like tidy blueies. They're not tidy whiteies. Thanks to you, it is the, the first picture that popped up when I opened my Twitter. You shared it to our Virgin Radio Windsor Twitter. Yes, I did. And I said yeah. that was for research. So oh, if that's we what are, it is. If it's we're, research. <laughs> if we're referring to the Charlie Puth thirst trap, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to post it on all of our social medias. Just all of them. Research sure. purposes only. You're, you, people are opening this up. It's the first thing on their feed. They got someone looking over their shoulder like, what are you doing? Good morning. How could you? Charlie Puth's dong. Yeah. Oh, it's covered up, yeah. but like it's definitely there. I, I don't know. I've been looking pretty close. I did the zoom in to like control plus, 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 plus. Do you think plus. it's photoshopped? No, I don't think it's photoshopped. I just don't really understand what I'm seeing here. It looks like some sort of optical illusion. I don't know. You'll have to judge for yourself. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Snickers are keeping their veins. I don't so, like that term for Snickers. <laughs> there was a story going viral earlier this week that uh-huh. Snickers was de-veining their chocolate bars. <laughs> you know how Snickers has those little, like, veins all over Yeah, them? on the top. It's like, I always thought of it more of, like, a chocolate swirl. But people are really leaning into the vein imagery, eh? The Snicker veins. Somebody on Twitter, it originated because they posted a picture and they said, my Snicker has no veins in it. And it was just like a plain... Smooth. Smooth Snickers. How do you like your Snickers? Smoother veiny. Smoother veiny. Shaken, not stirred. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, official verified Snickers on Twitter tweeted, Good news, contrary to what's trending on Twitter, the veins remain. Oh, my God. So, they, good news if you like a veiny Snickers. <sighs> they're they're there for the long haul. Strong imagery for 7 in the morning. Um, and I just, the fact that you said de-veined, like that that's what you do to shrimp, shrimp yes. you know i don't want to think about shrimp the same as snickers bars yeah. and the veins in shrimp are very gross they, like well, i hate doing that yeah what de-veining is is pretty much removing the you know the poop from a shrimp in any case now that we've got that image as well with snickers bars are you happy with this news are you are you a fan of the vein keep of snickers the, bars keep the vein keep the vein in the snickers this is bars. my uh, presidential campaign we are going to keep the vein rallying for the vein i guess justice it is, for the vein it's it's kind of jarring like what if you opened a reese's cup and there was no ridges around the edge. It was just smooth. Would Problem. you be rattled? Yes. You'd be rattled, right? It's not. The, it's not a Reese's yeah. without the little ridges on the outside. It's somebody part of that. remember someone called the the paper thing on the Reese's the panties. Yes. The Reese panties. Yeah, that's no, right. See, um, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't. Yeah. No. You need the little panties on the Reese's. You need the vein on the Snickers, and maybe we, we just need ruin our those chocolates. Chocolate to be sexual. Yeah, I guess Clearly. so. That's what people are saying. <laughs> Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Haven't you always wanted to be on the Zamboni as a kid? Absolutely. I used to be so jealous of those kids who got to sit on the chair and wave. This Zamboni song in the video, that's what it is. It's just a clip show of little kids riding shotgun on the Zamboni. They make you wear a helmet, you know, just in case. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing, but like... Zamboni dreams have ended for um, someone who worked for the Detroit Red Wings. The Zamboni driver got fired 
What? And it's kind of for a stupid reason. He was fired for peeing into a drain. Well, backstage. Back, backstage. Yeah. Backstage in the stadium, there was a drain. Yeah. That he peed in. So, okay. what happened was that he got off the ice and really, really had to pee. And right behind the Zamboni, there's like a long drain, like a long lengthwise through the whole arena, kind of draining the ice out right. for when they take the ice away. Okay. And he couldn't make it to the bathroom, so he, it was an all-male backstage ice crew, right? And he okay. peed in the drain. Somebody saw him, and he got mm. fired. I don't know. <sighs> Do you think that he should have been fired for that? You can text us at 10939. So someone did see him. He wasn't alone. I mean, yeah. I don't think he purposefully did it in front of people, but somebody, like, was just walking by and saw him peeing into the drain. Oh, boy. Um, But, again, it's an all-male ice crew, and the area is closed to the public, so it's only, like, employees there. But if I were to... He was seen by another male employee... And two days later, they he was fired. And they're actually seeking legal compensatory damages. Com- compensatory, eh? Compensatory damages. <laughs> compensatory damages. Okay. See, I don't, I don't really know how I feel about this. Because, like, when you got to go, you got to go. It's something we all do. This drain, it didn't, you know, it wasn't a public thing. And it leads to the sewer, right? Yeah, it does lead to the sewer. So what's the difference and for that? So what he's saying is uh-huh. he was diagnosed with benign prostatic hypertrophy, okay. which causes frequent and uncontrollable needs, like, to urinate. So hmm. the bathroom they're saying was 70 feet away, and he just had this, like, really urgent need. Yeah. Uh, and so he peed in the drain, and he got fired. Well, this is it, because, like... Again, I've said, when you got to go, you got to go. I've peed many places that aren't toilets. Yeah. And uh, someone texted at 1093.9 says, soft world we live in. That guy should not have lost his job. What a joke. Well, like, uh, you see people, like, peeing on golf courses, like, just in the bushes. You know what I mean? If you see an employee doing that, do they Mm -hmm. get fired? I don't know. Yeah. If it's an employee, that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. if I if here if there was a drain somewhere in the building in this radio station and I was like oh my god I can't make it to the bathroom I just got to go here and someone saw me whip it out and do that like that could potentially be you know an HR case waiting to happen but if nobody saw you nobody uh, would care right that's true like is the issue that he didn't he hide caught. well enough <laughs> exactly because like if you yeah. walked up to me and said hey hannah i just peed in a drain downstairs i'd be like good for you whatever yeah you wouldn't care right no no i i don't think this guy necessarily should have lost his job from this uh and and it wouldn't have offended me if i came across this dude i probably would have laughed and be like do what you got to do man that yeah. that almost exactly happened at uh the, the marina in Riverside, Lakeview Park Marina or whatever, I was there with, with my fiance Sammy, and we were walking to the end of the marina there, and there was a dude at his car, and he just had the door open as a little bit of privacy, and was just, you know, taking a leak there. Oh, yeah. And anyone who saw him, there was a lot of people, like, the, everyone was just kind of, like, laughing, you know? He was like, come on, man. Like, he said to another guy, like, come on and block me, dude. I need a little privacy. And the guy was like, no, I think you're doing okay. Like, it's... If it had been co-ed, I think that also would have been different. Right. But what's the difference between him peeing in a drain in a male private backstage area versus in a urinal? Well, that's it. We're, you know, us guys, we're lined up side by side anyway, just yeah. letting it go. So what's the big deal? I think, oh, probably nailed it on the head here. The same person who said the guy shouldn't have lost his job said maybe the issue is the co-worker who ratted him out was jealous of what they saw. When maybe he had a huge <laughs> dong and he's like, this guy's got to go. We- 
I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you ever witnessed something in the workplace where you thought, man, that person should have been fired for this? Or vice versa? Did someone get fired for something that you couldn't believe happened? Right. So we're talking about this because the Zamboni driver for the Detroit Red Wings was fired for peeing in a drain backstage. Yeah. And just a little backstory. Um... He has prostatic hypertrophy with causes a frequent and uncontrollable need to urinate. And so he urinated in an area backstage that is closed to the public and access was limited to an all-male ice crew. Mm-hmm. But someone saw him peeing in the drain, told someone, and he got fired. Which a lot of people, they, they don't agree with this, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's something we all do. You got to go, you got to go. The drain's right there. You can't hold it. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Right? So... You can text us at 10939. You can also give us a call, 519-792-6040. You had a, a situation where someone was fired for something kind of crazy? We were working. I was working in this big warehouse. Okay. And our forklift driver was missing. He, he did this a lot. Well, he was missing and missing and didn't come in. And it was like an hour after break. But his car was sitting out there. Mm. Finally, somebody went out to look and he was sleeping. Uh-huh. So they went into HR and wrote out a report that he was picking his nose. Wait, what? Why? And was sitting out in his car for an hour picking his nose. Uh-huh. And he actually got fired for picking his nose. What? Well. I don't know. Wouldn't sleeping have been enough? Sleeping on the job? It doesn't take an hour to pick your nose. What kind of nose <laughs> boogers are you dealing with here? He's mining for something. But see, I, I do feel bad for this. Zamboni driver. Yeah. Because there are, <laughs> there have been situations, mm-hmm. especially in like the radio world, oh, where inappropriate things happen Ooh. and like everyone's just so used to it, like nobody even bats an eye. Yeah. So when I uh, worked in a different city, there was somebody who worked with us and um, he was a little person. Okay. And he also was a stripper. Oh. And all so, right. like, uh, that was his side hustle. Okay. And you could hire him to go to um, your parties or whatever, which Good there's nothing him. wrong with that, no, whatever. Of course. And uh, his stripper name was Hugh Hafner. That's amazing. He's a little person. I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. 100% true. But they actually had to send out an email, like an office wide email before the Christmas party saying, hey, nobody take your clothes off at the Christmas party. Because <laughs> it was like an ongoing <laughs> problem that he would strip at the Christmas party. Okay. And HR is like, listen. <laughs> You can't keep stripping at the Christmas party. Like, I know that you, yeah. think, you have a few drinks, you think it's funny to strip, but, like, not uh, everybody's into it. Uh, and, like, he never got fired. Yeah. So, like, he got naked at the Christmas party, but, like, this guy can't pee in a drain in a private, all-male backstage well, area. There's a This guy's a professional stripper, you know? He could get away with that, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty wild. How do you think HR felt about when you were uh, waxing my chest? Recently, yeah. could that have potentially been potentially? An issue? I don't know. I, you asked me to wax your chest. That time I we, mean... the time we did a photo shoot, and I took my pants off, and then our our parent company was like, "Absolutely not, we're not buying those pictures." Yeah, they're like, "We're not using any of these photos." And Johnny didn't get fired for yeah. taking his pants off. Justice for the Zamboni guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station, ninety three nine. Virgin Radio. Cue the Barry Whites, please. Too much of anything. There we go. For you, baby. Setting the stage to tell you about the most sensual cities in the world. Okay. And yes, there is one here in Canada. 
Not too far away. A sensual city. Any guesses? Text 10939. What do you think are the most sensual cities? Okay, if we're talking Canada, uh-huh. gotta say it's gonna be somewhere in Quebec. Really? Because they're French. And okay. French is like the language of love. Okay, that's actually a pretty great guess. You're wrong, oh. but it's a good guess. Okay, thank you. Uh, text 10939 with your guesses. I'll, there's a top 20 list that just came out. I'll give you the top 10, and I want to tell you the the way that they decided this, okay? Because you might be wondering, like, how the hell do you determine something like that? This looks at a number of factors, including fetish website signups oh, per city, okay. sex events, strip clubs, the number of people making money on OnlyFans, and one-hour hotels. So, essentially, these should be called the horniest cities in the world. I use the word sensual to, you know, keep it a little more classy, but sure, why not? Um, Coming in at number 10, we have L.A., United States. Yeah. You agree with that? That would be one of the more sensual... Probably, but you say sensual, and that's not it. It's like... It's just because there's a ton of, of strip clubs and things like that to go to. Yeah. Okay. Sydney, Australia comes in at number nine. Okay. Which I think a lot of people think that Australian people are pretty hot, right? Maybe yeah. the same for L.A. There's, it's, there's a lot of attractive people there. Right. Be and part you're of like, it. hey, you, want to rent an hour-long hotel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how that works, right? Number eight is Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Wow. Yeah, Toronto, the number eight sexiest city in the world. We love sex events over there. I guess so. They've got the those happening. Um, I, I, did you get that impression from Toronto, though? I lived in Toronto for a couple years. I mean, not really. No, but uh, we didn't have our ear to the ground in the uh, secret orgy community. <laughs> so that's an maybe that's huge over it. there. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the Bottle Club. Or, no. or the Bottle Club ranking Toronto, sorry. It has the most sensual menus. Oh. And so this actually, another part of this is champagne bars and oyster restaurants. So if you've got a ton of oysters and champagne, that helps out your score here on the most sensual cities list. We've got some guesses. Somebody guessed Montreal. That's a great guess. And somebody guessed Windsor. Is Windsor on the list? This is what I'm saying. Windsor is nowhere to be found. You can feed people pizza romantically, (laughs) you know? What, no respect for the Windsor Ballet? Hello. That's part of the that's part of the vibe here, right? It's been the history of strip clubs in Windsor. Okay. So I'm surprised they didn't make the list. Yeah. That we didn't make the list here at all. But uh, number seven is Berlin, Germany. Okay. I, I don't think anything that cool when I think of Berlin, but sure. German is not a very sexy I, yeah, language. I don't know. Rome, Italy at number six. I could see that. Yeah. Paris, France. Of course. That's number five. five. That's got to be Madrid, Spain at number four. Spanish. Number three, New York. Beautiful. Yes. Stunning. Number two is Las Vegas. And again, if we're talking about strip clubs. Vegas. And number one, what do you think number one on the list of sexiest cities? Okay, if it's not Vegas, it's going to be something else like Atlantic City. You know? City. That's a decent guess. It's actually... London, England. Ooh, interesting. London. I don't. I. I never would have assumed that London is the sexiest city in the world. Well, they just seem so proper. They do, don't they? You say absolutely. anything with a British accent, and proper. you sound so polite. Yeah, but if you're looking at in London, they've got a score of seventy-two point two out of eighty for this sexy city scale. One hundred and sixty-seven thousand people are signed up for fetish sites. Wow. There's one hundred and thirty-one sex events across the city, and over ten thousand people in the city making money on OnlyFans. Get it. So, and that is, before you get any ideas of taking a little road trip, we're talking about London, England, not London, Ontario. 
Now here we go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. The best time of the best day of the week. It's Throwback Thursday music trivia on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The best intro that is also the same every week. It has to be. People know. They come here and they wait for this. The best time of the best day of the week. It is Throwback Thursday music trivia. People know. They know the vibes now. You can text along at 1093.9. We're going back to the year 2000, which I mentioned there was a live Pokemon stage show traveling the world in the year 2000, which is amazing. 2000. That was like Y2K. I think I was in grade one when it switched over. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like you might struggle with this one. These are all songs from the Billboard Top 100 from that year. And all of the millions and millions of views on YouTube, they're popular songs, okay? Mm -hmm. Or they were at the time. Um, Let's start it off with one that I do think you might have a little bit of trouble with. But if you know the name of the artist, name of the song, text 10939. What's this song from 2000? That's that's exactly I've right. I've never heard this song in my life. What? You've definitely heard this song. Wait until the chorus hits. It's almost there. It's also a song about him being drunk and naked on a plane. True story. Oh, he's not there. Where is he? I've never even heard of the band Filter. Well, they have a couple great songs, okay? about to say take a picture. That's all I'm waiting for. Falsetto. Falsetto is the Bee Gees up in here. (laughs) Sure. No, I still don't know it. Wow. Still don't know it. Great tune. Thank you to the people who who got that immediately. I knew they would. Great song. The next one here, you should know, Hannah. If you don't know this one, I'll lose all faith. Text 10939. Name of the artist. Name of the song. Oh, I already know this one. In the year 2000. Nick Lachey, baby. Why? How did you give it away right away? I didn't give it away. Okay. That's not who sings the song. It's true. Name of this group. Name of the song. Text 10939. Oh, have you got the white open shirt? Let's keep telling me you want me. Oh, that's Nick right there. Young Nick. Oh. He was so hot back in the day. He was pretty spicy. This song is spicy. And like I said, they've got the open, like, white-collared shirts. Yeah. They're on the beach. They're going, they're they're exploring the pyramids. Wow. Am I allowed to say it yet? One more second. There it is. Is anybody in this band Spanish? I don't like uh, they're saying Una Noche. I think it was just like a very popular thing to do at the time. 2000. But maybe, I don't know. 
One of the guys to in the, just sprinkle Spanish words in. I don't know anyone else in the group's name except for Nick Lachey. Nobody Nick Lachey. does. One of the guys is wearing like kind of like the bowling shirts, almost like Charlie Sheen would wear in two and a half. Oh no! He got like a goatee and a bowling shirt on. I'm like, that isn't exactly boy band vibes, but okay. Remember when I said you could tell anyone that you were in um, Arcade Fire and they would believe you? <laughs> yes. You could also do that with 98 degrees. Oh, for sure. The only one they know is Nick Lachey, and obviously he continues to kill it with things like the ultimatum. Yeah. Oh, one of them has a 98 degrees tattoo on their arm. No. I wonder if they still have I it. I bet they regret that. They have a pretty Maybe. good Christmas song, though, 98 Degrees. Yeah, do they? Yeah. Clearly, well, just crushing it in the year 2000. Up next, we're going to go into a bit of different territory. What is the name of the artist, name of the song, text 10939 from the year 2000? I know this one. You do? My mom used to love them. Okay. They kind of, in recent years, have had a bit of a name change as yeah, well. Totally. The lead singer of this band, I just love her voice so yeah. much. I mean, any any songs with that kind of fiddle playing there, I can get on board. What's the group? What's the song? I want to touch the earth. I want to break it in my hands. I want to grow some. We had the CD for Fly, oh, which yeah. is by them. Right. Oh, immediately. It's the chicks or the Dixie chicks. And everyone, like, pretty much everyone knew that, that they're the chicks now, but yeah. I love that people were so quick on that one. Oh, this is a good one. This is when, like, pop country was actually so good. And this chorus is huge. tell you, uh, my dad, when I was growing up, always had his alarm clock set to a country station yeah. when he woke up really early. Yeah. And I would hear this song playing. I remember distinctly a morning where it was playing, and it was like right around the time where I had my first like real crush. Okay. And I was like, oh my god. This is the perfect song to hear when you're in love. You're like, I bet she thinks of me yeah, when she exactly. hears this one. I can be your cowboy. Okay, cowboy. I can be your cowboy. Uh, someone guessed wide open spaces. No. But close enough. Okay, we'll give you what, Scott one. Scott said WTF am I listening to? Uh, classics. That's what you're listening to. One more. It should be an instant one for you, and it's very fitting around this time of year. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You might have been hurt, babe. Chicks. I Yo, sing at so weddings, good. and we sing Cowboy Take Me Away at a lot of weddings. There you go. It's gonna be May. And this is, I think, the official sync YouTube. And the, the it's titled now, It's Gonna Be Me, and then in brackets, It's Gonna Be May. Oh, my gosh. Official video. They know their audience. After years of denying that it was It's Gonna Be May, they finally know. And the way, the amount of different ways that me is being spelled on our text line now is hilarious. It's Gonna Be May. Scott's it's going to bam May. Bam May. <laughs> this is amazing. May. Yeah, so with May approaching, it just is, felt it's right. It's almost May. It's, it's going it's to be May. 
get, I honestly, I feel like I want to get the ramen haircut that Justin Timberlake has in this so bad. You're going to need less hair. Because if it's as long as your hair is now, yeah. that'll be like weird alibis. Yeah. It's going to be more like spaghetti than ramen for sure. Virgin Radio. More Hannah and Johnny next. Dilkins is heading home, I guess, on Friday. But I think he should swing by Queen Elizabeth's place. And wish her a happy birthday, because yes, it is her 96th birthday today. Shout out to Melissa, guessed that by texting 10939. Way to go. Happy birthday, Liz. Liz. There's a picture of her that was released in celebration of this. I guess she's been in her estate in Norfolk, Eastern England, on a private break. Um, and there's a picture of her between her fell ponies. So it's these magnificent white beasts They've on got, either side. Like some flare jeans on them. Yeah, it looks a little like bit. that, eh? Yeah. They've got like fur below the knee. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce this, but it says, yeah, she's pictured with her fell ponies named Bybeck. Is it Bybeck or Bibeck? B Y B E C K. Their names are Bybeck Nightingale and Bybeck Katie. Uh, Imagine that. Like if you're the other horses named. Nightingale. And this is and Katie. You, and you got Katie. You're like, way to play favorites, mom. <laughs> Seriously. Well, happy birthday to the queen. I I, ho- I want to see some footage of her riding these ponies. Do you think she ever does? No, no? I don't think she Not can. possible? Uh, she's 80, 96? 96 today. 96? And uh, it's so. the same year that marks her 70 years on the <laughs> throne. So... In celebration, maybe you're going to watch some Bridgerton, Hannah. Did you ever finish I the new season it. of Bridgerton? It's done. Yeah. Not enough butts, but not uh, enough butts, it, eh? I bet the queen would say the same thing. You think? Yeah. She's sitting there stroking her ponies like, oh, heavens, there wasn't nearly enough posteriors. Posteriors. Bridgerton. What's going on, everybody? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.